Hello and welcome to Food Allergy Freedom with Chelsea Winterholler, a podcast to help moms who have children with food allergies find emotional freedom. This is episode 20, Prep Your Kid's Brain Beforehand. Hello, hello. I am so excited about this week because this has been one of the main reasons that I started coaching. It was to help my kids. So often, um, especially now that I do a lot of thought work and brain work and all of this happy, happy work, I am learning to prepare my kids beforehand for the things that they might experience in their life. And that to me is so exciting. It feels so empowering to be able to offer them some learning that they get nowhere else in their life. We do not teach our kids in school about how to manage their emotions. There is no class that I was offered that taught me how to do that. And I find it so amazing that I have the ability to teach my kids about their emotions. And sometimes I do it totally right. Like really, really awesomely right. I do it so well. And sometimes I do it completely wrong. I mean, completely and totally wrong. I want to share with you a time that I did it totally wrong. So we just moved to a very mountainous area in Washington. We are pretty much situated right at the base of a ski hill. And it's so awesome. We are so close that it's barely even an inconvenience to get up, get ready, and head out to the mountain. So we decided that we should probably learn to be skiers or snowboarders. Um, we've done it a little in our past, but not very much. So we're like, all right, let's let's take this plunge. So I have three boys. They are 10, 10, and nine years old and they have never ever been to a ski hill before let alone jumped on skis or on a snowboard so i snowboarded a little bit back in the day and now uh, hopefully i'll be picking it up again but most of my memories of me snowboarding are crying sitting on the middle of a giant mountainside with a very cold butt and extremely sore legs. Most of my memories consist of face plants and even crashing into other poor unexpecting people. I do have a few good memories of laughing with my friends and even getting stuck in the powder, but most of my memories consist of tears. So before signing my boys up, I was sure to tell them how hard this is going to be. I told them how sore they would be, how frustrated they would feel, 
how cold their faces and their toes and their fingers would be. I told them all of these things thinking that I was helping prepare them for how bad it was going to be for a few days at least, if not longer. So when they experienced this frustration and the physical pain, I was thinking they would just be prepared and they would be thinking My mom told me this would happen. I knew how to expect this to go. Just keep going. Instead, (laughs) this is what happened. For three weeks, my boys were very worried. They were stressed and they were running over and over in their brain all of the times they were going to fall. And instead of them imagining themselves getting back up and persevering, they pictured themselves getting back up just to fall again. They pictured themselves cold and miserable and face planting in the snow. Never did I tell them about the fun parts of flying down the hill and the peaceful alone feeling you get. Never did I tell them about laughing with their friends when you all get stuck and problem solving the best way to get out. Never did I tell them about the fun conversations on the chairlift or the joy of learning something new. So I took my kids up and put them on the hill with their instructor. And after their first two hours of lessons, my son Dax stomped into the ski lodge and he said, Mom, you literally made it seem like I was going to die and I was so scared to try it. And then it was super easy and fun. Ugh. The other two totally agreed with them. They were all mad at me and laughing about it, but they were mad at me for portraying this new hobby as something to be dreaded, something to worry about for three weeks before the lessons, something that could not be conquered. I totally failed in preparing my boys for this new adventure. And guess what? I'm pretty much okay with it. (laughs) I have learned that this is just me. Sometimes I totally epically fail. And sometimes I'm so awesome that I shock myself. And I kind of just love both parts of me. Actually, I totally love both parts of me. I'm so glad that my kids can have a mom who royally messes up and is willing to admit it. So, now let's talk about a time that I rocked prepping my kid beforehand. I am actually in the middle of it right now. So, Myers, my peanut allergy boy, is about to eat half of a peanut in his allergy treatment program. Half of a peanut. We are prepping his brain. I know 
that his body can handle this allergen because we have been working for 21 months preparing his body for this moment. We have also been working for 21 months preparing his brain for this moment. For the moment that he eats a peanut. Put yourself in Myers's shoes. Eating a peanut, the thing that you actually said your very first sentence about. No nuts was my child's first sentence. Literally, since he could talk, that is what he has said. I remember sitting on the stairs at my parents' house when my little boy turned to me and said, no nuts. And being so excited that that would be the first two words he put together because I had said it to him hundreds of times after his initial reaction. And now, nine years later, we are actually telling Myers to eat it. So we have to prepare. We can't just throw him into a room and expect that he will pop the peanut in his mouth with no hesitation whatsoever. I am going to tell you exactly how we are preparing so that when you are in this situation, which you are in this situation every day, I'm about to show you how, you will be able to help your child prepare for the challenge that is ahead of them. This is how we are preparing. We talk about how our thoughts make us feel things all of the time, not just when my son is taking his dose. Just so you have a little background, every afternoon right now, Myers is eating a gummy bear with a little bit of peanut in it. But you know, gummy bears are a little easier to pop in your mouth than staring down the thing that put you in the hospital a couple of years ago. So we talk about his feelings all of the time, how thoughts make him feel certain ways. We talk about it when he is auditioning for a play. I want you to meet my son, Myers. We are going to show you a couple of conversations that we have been through in the past that have helped him recognize that his thoughts create his feelings. All right, so I have Myers here with me. Hi, Myers. Hi. I am so excited. Me too. Myers, have you ever been on my podcast before? No. Awesome. Okay, well, I want to help my listeners see how our conversation went when we were talking about auditioning for your play. Okay. All right. So, Myers, how do you want to feel when you are up on that stage? Confident. Okay. So... What would you need to be thinking in order to feel confident? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, you do know. So right now, Myers, I just want you to take a breath. And I want you to really think about it. 
if you wanted to feel confident when you were standing in front of all of your peers auditioning for a play, what would you be thinking? I would be thinking, this is scary. They're, they're all staring at me. Okay. If you thought this is scary, how would you feel? Scared. Yes. So if you wanted to feel confident, what would you need to be thinking? I practiced a lot. I got this. Oh, Myers, that is so cool. So if you were thinking, I practiced a lot, I've totally got this, what do you think would happen? I think I would feel confident and I would rock out my addition. Yes, you guys, Myers and I do this a lot. We do it every day. I am so glad that you came on, Myers, and helped me give this example. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. I love that kid. He is so awesome. Now, you could see when I asked him questions, he would often say things like, I don't know. I don't know how I would have to or what I would have to be thinking in order to feel confident. And even when I asked him, how would you feel if you were standing on the stage, he forgot that he wanted to feel confident and he said, I would feel scared, right? Isn't it amazing what our thoughts can do for us? When Myers was thinking, this is scary. They're all staring at me. He felt scared, okay? But when he was thinking, I practiced a lot. I've got this. He felt confident. That is what we are trying to do. We are trying to teach our kids that the thoughts that they think create how they feel. And I do this every day. I do it with a audition for a play. We do it with snowboarding. We do this before a math test. We do this with our allergen. The other day, Myers said to me, Mom, I am scared I'm going to have a reaction when I eat this peanut. And what I would say is, Okay, I hear that you are feeling scared because you are thinking I'm going to have a reaction. That thought would make me feel scared too. Just my response, that thought would make me feel scared too. Totally validates how he's feeling right now, but it also gives us the opportunity to point out that it is the thought that is making him feel scared. Sometimes I go a little farther than that and I explore it with him. I might say, what if, buddy, what would we do if you did have a reaction? 
And Myers would probably say, well, I would be so scared that I would die. And I could respond, okay, it's definitely a possibility that you could have a reaction and we could feel scared. But what else is true? Just you posing that question to your child might make him think twice. Your child might say, we could use the EpiPen and I'd be okay. And then I'd see a doctor. Or maybe I would eat my dose and I wouldn't even have a reaction. Yeah, maybe all of that could be true, Myers. This is where I really decide who I want to be in this situation. I want you to ask yourself, how do you want to feel? How do you want to act? Let's get there by just talking it out because you as the mother need to know how you want to feel in a situation and you need to be able to figure out a thought to be thinking that can help you feel calm. You as the mother need to be in a place where you are feeling calm and how you get there is by thinking a thought. So if you are sitting in front of your child and you are freaking out in your brain as he eats this peanut, my child could die, how would you be feeling? You would feel completely petrified if you were thinking that thought. But if you are sitting there thinking, we are completely physically prepared for this moment. How would you feel? You would feel confident. You would feel calm. Just like Myers up there on that stage when he was auditioning for the play. He had to recognize a thought on purpose that would emote the feeling of confidence. You can do this for yourself. You can get to a place where you feel calm and confident simply by a thought that you are thinking. You can also be in a place where you are totally freaking out and feeling petrified simply from a thought that you are thinking. I want you to analyze what are you telling your kids that they should believe? Are you telling them that snowboarding is going to be so hard that they are going to be miserable and frustrated? Are you telling them that taking this dose is going to be so hard that they might die? What is that creating for your children? Is that creating a happy surprise when it is easy? 
Or is it creating weeks or months of dreading the thing that you told them they were going to literally hate doing? And then they're mad at you because it actually ended up being easy. You have so much power in teaching not only your child that their thoughts create their feelings, but also teaching yourself that. And if you, when you do the work to teach yourself that your thoughts create your feelings, you will be able to teach your kids it as well. And not just when they're staring down their allergen. Take the opportunity to teach them that their thoughts create their feelings with little things that are going on in their lives. Every time they fight with their sibling, you can talk about how their thoughts are making them angry and it's not their sibling making them angry. Every single time they have a basketball game, you can teach them that their thoughts will help them perform better because they will feel confident if they are thinking, I can do this. And when you feel confident, you go out on the basketball court and you act like a person who has got this. You can practice with your child every day that their thoughts create their feelings. And guess what? It starts with you. And it doesn't have to start with only negative emotions. Sometimes when we're stuck in fear or anxiety or worry, our thoughts feel very true to us. But I also love to ask my kids when they are doing something fun. So when my kids had fun snowboarding down the hill, I asked them, what were you thinking that made snowboarding so fun? And do you know what my son said to me? Nothing, mom. I was just having fun. And I followed up with, okay, well, How are you feeling when you were snowboarding down the hill? And my son said, happy. I was feeling really happy. And then I asked, well, why were you happy? And he said, because I was so good at snowboarding. Bam. Right there. Son, you were thinking I'm so good at snowboarding. And guess what? That thought makes you feel really happy. You guys, our thoughts create every emotion we feel in our life. You can learn this work for yourself and then you get to help your kids learn this work. You can give them this gift, this gift of freedom and control over how we feel about every single thing that happens in our lives. And it doesn't mean that we always feel the calm and the peace and the contentment and the happiness. But the freedom to know that we have control over how we feel in any given moment 
is the best freedom in the entire world. The best gift you can give your kids. I am so excited to work with you and to help you work with your kids through their challenges, through the hard things that they have coming up in their lives. Let's do this. Can't wait to chat with you, friend. Thanks for being here today. And thanks for giving my little son Myers his time in the spotlight. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, give me a shout out on your podcast app or recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at winnerhollercoaching. Thanks for joining me today. See you next week, Allergy Moms.